You're listening to DraftKings Network. What's going on, guys? Ellie from Copper 90. You might not know who I am, but you've got nothing better to do, so watch the Soccer Cooligans talking all things football, politics, music, culture. Swipe up, click the link, That'll do something. Do. That'll Perfect. do. Perfect. Let's go. Vamos. We are here. We're doing it, everybody. Live on YouTube. Live. We're live. On YouTube. On YouTube. YouTube.com slash Soccer Cooligans or YouTube.com every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you for tuning in to another Prem show. We uh, we just got finished watching some uh, UEFA Champions League. We're on the precipice of the return of CONCACAF Champions League. It's a, this is a nice little sandwich we are in, literally, as you're listening to this. We're in it, it, the best of both worlds, you know? We got... I'm sorry, am I am I in a sandwich? <laughs> that might be... I've been dreaming about this since I was a child. You know what? That's the, right, we just got finished watching Premier League. We just got finished watching Champions League. We just finished watching your mother. You know what I mean? <laughs> because we, we care we care about her and we're trying to take yeah, care of her and we're making sure. We just want to make sure she I <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, we, we are not coming at you with disrespect. All right? Nah. If, if anything, you should be thanking us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, say hello to your mother for me. All right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell her to keep it going. She knows what I mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, official sponsor of the Visitos 11. If you know, you know. Kappa. Oh, because they're... Kappa is two women sitting back to back, right? I I believe I, I believe so. That I think that's what at the end of Requiem for a Dream, he was like ass to ass. Yeah, that's what he was referring to the Kappa logo. I think. Uh, do you remember that scene? <laughs> you don't remember no. that scene? <laughs> you think I watched Requiem? Requiem that was a for great a movie. You never seen that movie? No. Get no. out, bro. That's it's a great movie. It's a, it's with uh, Jared Leto and the, and he's like a junkie. No, I know. Isn't uh, Marlon Wayans one of the Wayans? Yeah, yeah dude, Wayans. get out of here without not watching Working for. It's a great movie. That was a Maxwell great. Lowe and, said, and that was a great joke right? that you completely missed out on because you did not watch this movie. Sure. Use a reference for a movie <laughs> I've seen. If you would have said Goodfellas, I would have been like, oh, okay. everybody in the chat, how dope was that joke I just made? That was a great. I think it was a pretty good one. Do anyway. you understand what you just did? You have to <laughs> say, guys, tell me how great the joke I just Please, made was. Can you, can you, in the chat, can you pat me on the back somehow? Please do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, wait, Jordan and Jelly said, I thought it was a man and a woman. It could what, be. That isn't Jordan and Jelly because that is a person that we know who works for the Columbus crew. That's Jordan Ang- Angle or a- Angel. Okay, my bad. I saw the two L's. <laughs> And also, Maxwell Law had said, Alexis, fix your hat. He deleted the message, but this is how I'm wearing it because I need to remind everyone I still got that fire hairline. <laughs> feel me? It's very, very important. So this is the way I wear it. <laughs> Bay Raguna said, don't take it on stage, Christian. I will not. I, I will not. Be, okay. Uh, okay. I don't know. I think we're getting some, we're well, getting feedback on I don't the know. joke. I don't know how, how it, you know, I think the Requiem for a Dream reference will do better than the, the Kappa logo reference but who knows okay um uh, oh shit dylan put rec room for a bit hey <laughs> let's uh, go so uh let's, wait, we're finding out it's one man and one woman on the Kappa logo oh okay yeah. also all, all cab said third rail are offering a chance to win a trip to the 2022 world cup what are you guys bribing us with we're also <laughs> offering you a chance 
to win third rails trip. <laughs> <laughs> very, yeah, very kind of us to hop on board. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right, everybody. So let's, uh, where to begin uh, today? First, I just want to remind everybody, we have a huge uh, show on Thursday on Football Sports Network because we're, we have uh, probably the biggest guest we've ever had. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's... Uh, and the biggest announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a big uh, stretch, but... Sebastian Legette, who's essentially just some guy who just he just happened to be, uh, you know, normally big deal. But <laughs> big when, deal. She, when he's sitting next to this person, he's just of the of he's the, just that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Of the New England Revolution. Uh, Sebastian Legette. He is on the show, but he's also uh, joining us with his lady. His girlfriend is a special Valentine's Day episode. Becky G, multi platinum recording artist, actress. She was a Power Ranger. She was a Power Ranger, bro. (laughs) Becky G is uh, is joining us uh, on the show. She's uh, you. You've heard her songs with like Bad Bunny, with El Alfa. I don't know how. Yeah, everybody in the in this chat, you better get on board with uh, like with reggaeton, merengue, dembow, everything. Okay, because no other no other soccer show has this level of diversity, bro. It is incredible. No. So I mean, look, if you if you didn't understand a word Christian just said, <laughs> we gotta we gotta we gotta switch up your Spotify a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, Rogan, you gotta move over a little bit. <laughs> we gotta have a little dembo up in here. But uh there's a clip, it's on our Twitter, it's on all our socials and stuff. Uh Becky G on uh on the show on Thursday, 7 p.m., and, and you can listen to the podcast on Friday. But holy smokes, uh, it's uh, incredible. We had a great, great conversation, Valentine's Day stuff, <laughs> talked about music. It was great. Hello, Nelson said, how about El Beta? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that, that's what I am, all right? <laughs> okay, nobody's uh, taking that from me. Um, so, Harry Gooder said, I wouldn't mention the Power Rangers. What happened? Uh did they storm the Capitol or something? Wait, <laughs> what happened? Who who asked that? What was the question? Bay Area Guna said, I wouldn't mention the Power Rangers. Oh, I don't know. What happened to the Power Rangers? I don't like, know. Did they, did they get canceled? What happened? <laughs> Wait a minute. Are y'all going to bring up Faruko retiring and going Christian? Is that true? I didn't know that. Faruko. Bro. Damn, you better enjoy you the you- music while, while it's around. While He's going to be like Mace, dude. Oh. He clearly must have gotten, yeah, Faruko has retired and will now be preaching at concerts. I'm fulfilling my commitments to God. Well, there goes your ticket sales, buddy. <laughs> you know, because honestly, God don't slap as hard as, you know, some reggaeton, I'll be honest. No. <laughs> Dude, uh, Faruko. Christian Sanchez said, missed opportunity to wear your pyjama during that interview, which is uh, a very popular uh, Becky G song. All right. Well done. Boom, boom. Shouts uh, to all you. So make sure you check out that interview and, uh, again, share it with all your friends. All right. All right. So let's uh, let's start with – let's start today. Let's just – we just saw uh, uh, Champions League. Obviously, there were two – UEFA Champions League. There were two matches, uh, one between – uh, PSG and Real Madrid, the other between Manchester City and uh, uh, I don't know how you could talk about anything involving sports knowing that Faruko's about to retire. You threw me for a loop. This is gonna be a, yeah. a tough uh, hour to get through. Um, he gotta owe some, he gotta owe people some money if he's doing <laughs> that. That's the only reason you do that. So, the um, 
The- Speaking of owing people money, Real Madrid, <laughs> huh? <laughs> so uh, PSG wins this one nil. Uh, in the, in the mean, last second, somebody said it was a boring match. I did not think so. I thought this was back and forth. Uh, I was a hundred percent one of the most boring matches, uh, and we and we have to address. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later because the, the away- Messi missed the penalty. Which there were shots all over the place. What are it, we talking about? Real Madrid didn't even show up to play. It was the the, the oh, bro. We talked about this last year. Remember last year, last Champions League. Uh, uh, it was Juve uh, against uh, Benfica, right? They lost in um, they lost in in uh, in extra time. Remember because the away goal rule still carried to extra time, and and everybody was upset, like because Juve. Uh, uh, they they played so well. They probably you know Juve should have moved on, uh, but because of the away goal rule, they they did not. And then mm-hmm. uh, everybody was everyone was so upset. UEFA it forced UEFA to change the rule, and now here we are, no away goal rule. And why Real Madrid? They couldn't. They barely possessed the ball. They had no interest in holding onto the the ball. They they were just hoping for for some counter. It was one of the most boring games. And I told you. I told you so. I said last year, I said if uh-huh. they remove the away goal rule, the first game ain't going to mean it's shit. Gonna suck. It's not going to yeah. mean shit. And this ex- and, and Raul played with that in mind. Let's not give up a goal because we do not need one right now. No. But that said, they, they had to, it took to the last second of the match for them to be beaten. That's still a pretty good, I mean, you know, it, those odds for that tactic are pretty good then. It is, but obviously it, it, it's, it's the least entertaining form of this tournament by doing this. Mm-hmm. This is, I it, mean, it, if you're going to do this, then don't have uh, the home and away. If you're not going to do an away goal, don't do home and away. Do whoever the highest seed it is, it play, you played in their house, single game elimination. Let's go. But God forbid TV contracts, ticket sales, people would go ballistic. It um Bayer Aguna said Real Madrid didn't even try. Right. They it they, they looked PSG looked like they were playing a uh, uh like a bottom of the table league, league it was like a training team. session. It was a joke. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match. I mean, I enjoyed the, the you know the 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 kind of fun moments. Uh, Messi missing the penalty, Mbappe getting that that goal. I thought Verratti was man of the match. He was. I didn't. Re- I don't know this dude. I thought he was like a small dude. You saw what he bumped off uh, Luka Modric. Like he might as well. Have, Luka's a tiny guy though. He, I, he might as well have mushed Luka Modric off the ball. It was like <laughs> he couldn't. Uh, uh, no one could touch him. He was incredible uh, during that game. But the Luca's a tiny, tiny dude, though. Um, but the fact that you know th- that's not what Real Madrid should look like. I don't care who they're playing against. I how much possession did they even have? It was embarrassing. I, they 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 were they are not that bad of a team. They they tactically decided let's let's not try to uh, dominate the game. Let's not try to hold on to the ball uh, that much. Where where can I see the uh, here fifth mob. 57 to 43%. Ugh. That's Real Madrid. Bro, their midfield, they got some midfielders. Tony Cruz, Luka Modric. Three shots to 21. (laughs) This is a joke. This should not look like this. 
And because they have, this is the problem. They have no incentive to score in the game in in a in the first leg of a two leg series. Why but they certainly don't have an incentive to try? Because if you put yourself out there, you limit the amount of people that are defending. Right? You expose yourself a bit. Yeah, that's the real danger. Well, the um, but but the the danger is is it, there's a bigger danger for the home team. The the home team has that urgency to defend, um, but the the away team has an urgency to score. So th- that's where I'm. You're talking about if there was an away goal. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 because now that's not. It, it, this should be more even, don't you think? <laughs> don't you think Real Madrid should have more shots if they had a bigger incentive to score? Because even if they lose this game, it's not the end of the world. They still go back at home. You know, they win two, right. two uh, you know, two, two, one or two nil or whatever, and and they're fine. Um, yeah, but this it was not a great game. Not not great. Carlos Sanchez had beat them at the Bernabeu. Uh, uh, rambling runoff said the score doesn't reflect what happened on the field. Uh, I agree, but I don't know that argument. Who is it in favor of? The, well, in Real Madrid were still bad. <laughs> they were in not. the sixty in the sixty fifth minute. The uh, XG for PSG. There's a lot. There's a lot of letters that I, I just said there. The uh, the expected goals <laughs> for Paris Saint Germain was one point seven nine. Something like that. And I text my buddy, uh, Pavone, who we both know, who's a, a big sports gambler. And I, I text him. I'm like, dude, PSG's going to score. You don't have the PSG of uh, PSG. You don't have the XG ah, of uh, uh, a 1.79. Gam is playing Tam? <laughs> you know what? I'm retiring. I'm going with Faruko. <laughs> We're going to go. Okay. City to city talking about Jesus. Jesus uh, is the only way, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't care about your XG. I care about your XGs. Uh, <laughs> recall, <laughs> it was one point seventy nine. I text him. I'm like, dude, they're gonna score. You can't not score when you have an XG of one point seven nine. That means you're doing everything in your power to score. <laughs> the uh, no, I mean this. But PSG is a good team. Are you sure they're not twenty one shots to three shots better than Real Madrid? That's there's no way. They 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 were they just clearly was not the the priority was not you know to score that I mean that's just that is just obvious it was to not give up a goal and we'll we'll be fine at home we'll we'll take the risks at home and so, look I, we made a we made a a reel slash TikTok about it follow us on Instagram and TikTok uh, but if you're if you're Mbappe what are you doing scoring that last goal. These guys just offered you eight hundred thousand. Why don't you take it easy? A hundo, eight hundred thousand pounds a week, my guy. That's a million dollars a week. Relax. <laughs> Let somebody else beat them. You know. Yeah. The um. You know. Essentially, by not allowing Real Madrid to move on, that's affecting your own pockets. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, Bruh. Uh, in fact, who cares what happens to the team of the shirt you're wearing? You and, know. And Mbappe, what though, do you want it? You want to win Pochettino a Champions League? <laughs> Do you care? Uh, Mbappe did play uh, really well. He was take, he was taking a lot of chances, but like I said, I think Verratti was the best player on the pitch today. The um, Messi, you know, we're all obviously always watching Messi. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's maybe I didn't watch him as closely in Barcelona or just or in the last couple of years. And and people do make this comment about 
about Messi about that he doesn't really you know he doesn't really need to move around a lot like he he he's he's not he doesn't need to really run everywhere um because he's kind of a facilitator and he draws so much uh so much interest from defenders but the I don't know exactly how they have him playing I don't know what the plan is from because Messi there are uh, there's there's about probably I would say realistically about 20 minutes of the game. I mean, I'm not even, I don't even feel like I'm exaggerating. I feel like for about 20 minutes of a football match, Lionel Messi is f- actually paralyzed and not moving. Like literally, literally yeah. doing nothing. <laughs> and it looks jarring because it's like, bro, you're like the best in the world. Why aren't you like <laughs> making it like, you know, even if you are show up to a job you don't like, you kind of go through the motions of like, See oh. if you can find this. See if you can find this heat map because it might just be a dot. Like <laughs> it might just be a know. red dot. I don't know where <laughs> it I would might find look it. like a sniper is taking care of it. <laughs> but I know exactly what you're talking about because there are moments where I'm like, what is Pochettino telling them with regard to Messi? Because when Messi was at uh, Barcelona, you kind of knew why he was where he was. You kind of thought, well, it's the other player's fault if they're not getting into the space if they're not making themselves available because it was like a system. And I'm not seeing that when I watch PSG play, I'm kind of thinking like, does Mbappe not want, I mean, does uh, Messi not want to be here or something? <laughs> it really looks right. Un- he looks just unhappy. I mean, uh, it, it's, you know, I mean, uh, there's, there's no argument that, you know, he, he was, he's touching the ball more at, at, at Barcelona. He is, actively uh, you know there's more chemistry Barcelona system is clearly uh, about uh, you know just everybody kind of getting touches everybody there's just a lot of movement and PSG mm-hmm. just doesn't play that way PSG uh, I mean even when we were in Paris and got and got to see them they are they are a flashy team and 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 realistically Messi is not a flashy player he really does not He's not back no, healing this. Runoff said, yeah, a rambling runoff said Messi is a methodical player. Yeah. So, which that might be the case, but when you've got Neymar and Mbappe doing wind sprints around you, it looks bad. <laughs> yes, it looks like somebody's really not, you know, putting in the effort of the, the other two, you know, uh, spikes on the trident, as they say. Right. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, look, and, and it's not even about like that, that, that love, you know, criticizing him that much it just it looks a little bit uh jarring because i'm watching him and you and, and you want some messy magic where it's champions league i i, I want to see an exciting game and it's it's tough when uh you know Real Madrid are defending uh and have no interest in scoring right they're, they're not uh, putting bodies forward but i, I thought he had a, a a a pretty bad game i thought messi played fairly poorly uh, you it, know what though? What I what I saw from him was he was sort of attempting to get into dangerous spaces. He was drawing a bunch of defenders, but we've already talked about that. Everyone wearing white was defending. Um, you know, there someone said they did a ten and one formation. I don't know who said that. <laughs> um, but uh, which would call it? Uh, if you look at it for for what that offers you, I think he played fine. I think it goes back to what we saw when we were at Paris. And we were like, yo, this is Neymar's team. And I think you saw when Neymar came in, they kicked it into a different gear. And I don't know if it's just his the, the familiarity with them playing with Neymar or if it's 
something that we don't know about that is stopping Messi from playing better. I didn't see that he played terrible. I thought he was trying his hardest to incorporate the other players, get into dangerous spaces and do those things. And again, he was drawing a bunch of defenders. But dude, when when Neymar came in, it seemed like everything started to click a little better. Maybe. And yeah. I, you know, that's what to me adds a little bit of fuel to the fire that, you know, Messi's not the right guy or he wasn't trying hard enough or yada, yada, yada. I didn't expect uh, too much from Neymar. Obviously, it's his first uh, game uh, back after that uh, that injury that he had a couple months ago where his ankle was just destroyed uh, from getting stepped on. Um but but I I thought he did okay. I just it's I guess there, there's something especially about Neymar. He he did that. I think he did like a back heel at that, and he like gave the ball away. Uh, and it's like, bro, you haven't been back. This is your first time back in months. It's Champions League is obviously a lot on the line here. You clearly oh, want to win know. this game, and he's well, like, he knows his source. <laughs> He's like, I'm changing for anybody, yeah. okay? Rust? No, nah, I never heard of it. I'm sorry. He didn't come to the club to two-step. My guy is going dance. You okay. feel me? One-two passes, you know, fundamentals? No, 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 no. I don't – not in my vocabulary. Never yeah. heard of those. Uh, you let, why, don't you let the, why don't you let Kempembe handle, <laughs> handle the fundamentals? I'm going to be out here swaggy. So, the rambling run off said something that i think is super important um and this is just something that's just good advice i mean i'm i'm surprised he put it in this chat he said i agree with alexis and <laughs> think about it, just the the impact brave. Uh, that, that statement makes brave <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> uh, it's almost good enough to live your life off of, you might really. uh, rambling run off, you might be the first i've ever said that <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and you know what what a air horn for any time somebody agrees with Alexis, which is the first time I've ever used that button for that reason. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so the other the other game uh, was... Uh, wisdom that man has. Sporting Club Portugal against uh, Manchester City. And this Why was... Why are we even talking about uh, this? This it, was... It's just the other game. We have to at least address it. <laughs> it was... It was Pretty, uh, pretty embarrassing. Five nil uh, at home, uh, lost to Manchester City, which is look a lot of teams lose to Manchester City. It's not something we're unfamiliar with, but um, yeah, no, no, no. You you ain't alone. Uh, <laughs> you know, you took a big old L though. Um, I will say this: I know away goals don't matter. Uh, so next next week you have to just beat them on aggregate, mm-hmm. but um, or the next match. But I want you to say so five nil against Sporting. Clearly, they're not that worried about the Sporting's return, the return match against Sporting. I want you to click on Manchester City for me. Okay, just on. The- I want you to see who is their next opponent in Premier League. In the Premier next match, oh Tottenham. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's it's at the head. So <laughs> that means Manchester City could focus all their attention, yeah, on Tottenham away. You know, or for Tottenham, it's an away match. Ah, oh, it's just. <laughs> uh, you know, just it's, I feel like spring is coming. You know, <laughs> the uh, look. Uh, they, yeah, there's not much to, to, too much to say about this game, but they, they just uh, they absolutely dominant. Uh, really, the the biggest surprise of the, that game. Did you see the the Raheem Sterling goal? Um, the, no, I did not. From outside the box, the dude, he had like a, it was like 25 yards out. 
banger, a curler. It yeah. was unbelievable. He's like, you're not you. Raheem Sterling only works in the six yard box and and hits it over the bar. Do you know what I mean? That's not that's his right. real his wheelhouse. <laughs> My guy's like, I'm here to kill a couple birds. You feel me? I'm here to score from close range. But it was an incredible goal, man. He's having a killer season so far. It is like sniping somebody with a pistol. You know, <laughs> I don't know how you did it, but you did it. Um, I the, think Sporting Kansas City could have done better. <laughs> City uh, beat them being, oh, that's right. That was Cristiano Ronaldo's uh, uh, boyhood club. Right. The, uh, the, Look at that. The other round of matches uh, in, in the round of 16, well, tomorrow, uh, will be Inter Milan and Liverpool, and then RB Salzburg against Bayern Munich, which should be a fun one. Brandon Aronson uh, uh, probably starting, which is that's why they, Salzburg didn't want to give him up. Uh, they didn't want to sell him to Leeds because uh, because of this match. So I'm I'm I, I'm expecting the USMNT uh, you know winger to uh, do some do some damage uh, at Bayern. Bayern. I just want you to know we've got we've got more inspiration in the chat. This is crazy, Michael Raymond. I mean, this is almost poetry. He said, "I too agree with Alexis." Wow. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Are we really? <laughs> Is this what we're doing? <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, also, I like Bay Area Guna's comment, which is Tottenham's form recently has been perfect. <laughs> and I know if you're a Tottenham fan listening to this or watching this, you're thinking, well, that can't be true. Bay Area Guna. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I just Guna. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's an AH. <laughs> Bay Area Guna. Guna, son. I ain't no Tottenham fan. Is what it should have said. Right. So, I mean, we can, uh, should we, let's talk some, uh, some Premier League, right? So, t- uh, let's it, talk it because it's in the title. Let's give it a chat. So, what do, what do you think? You know what? I'll let you start because I want to talk about the top four, but. Why don't you talk about, uh, you know, just uh, uh, very quickly, very briefly, how do you feel about Everton's last match? Right. So we 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 put out the documentary. We, every mm-hmm. let's 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 rewind and, and tell the story. We we go the December sixth is the match between Everton and Arsenal. We film a whole thing. Which uh, they're in a what a, a six game losing streak uh, or like not losing, but at least like not winning. Right, unbeaten. They, right. They, oh, they yeah. Had, sorry. Yeah. They had just lost to Liverpool uh, badly. I think it was like four five one or five two or something like that. It was a bad result. Um, then we arrive. We we film the whole thing. Everton wins a game. It was unbelievable that that that, that they turned things around. And then we yeah 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 really unbelievable. We're editing. We're editing the whole uh, documentary. We uh, we are told from Everton Football Club they're like, hey, great job so far. Hey, just uh, want to let you know you should really put it out when the team is doing a little bit better. It'll just be... And we're like, well, why would you put that asterisk on it? <laughs> and by the way, while you're talking, Jamal London said, uh, RB Salzburg getting put in a spliff. He really is from London. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that bad? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Them boys about to get smoked. I think is what he's trying to say. So... The uh, uh, so Everton, they say, hey, you should just wait till they uh, get a, you know, a, a better result. And then you, that's when you should release the documentary. So we're like, no problem. They'll win in a couple of weeks. And, and, you know, we had the documentary done maybe like four. And five- we're like, hey, we need time to edit this bad boy anyway. It's okay? all good. All right. And they, they haven't been as we're editing. They haven't been winning. And we're like, nothing to worry about. This is the- they must be waiting for us <laughs> to finish the editing. And, you know? and then we have it ready. And we're like, yo. 
this is ready to go. We're about we all we just gotta hit is is uh you know post and we're and we're ready. And Fun. uh and then so and we had plans. We were like, all right, this game, they're gonna win this game. So or at least draw. The big one was Norwich. Norwich. The big one was Norwich. We're no- like, they gotta they gotta win this one. <laughs> Worst team in the league. Uh we were absolutely confident that this was good. This was the time we were gonna release it. It was in it was it, it was in written in the stars. And they ended up losing uh two one to Norwich uh after uh, a brace. I think no, three one after a brace from uh Josh Sargent. So uh at et, two Brute, you know what I mean? So uh and then his first two goals of the season, by the way. <laughs> and then at, look, we got to a point where we were like that we this is taking too long, right? They they lose to Newcastle and we're like, we gotta put this out. There's just it's we're building too much hype and we need to we need to do something to revitalize and rejuvenate this club we release it uh december uh, uh february 11th which is also my fiance's birthday is my gift to her right uh and then and then they win here, here here's that two weeks i was away from you <laughs> and then they win uh their match uh against leeds three yep, nil i've seen that now, mind you, they lost to Newcastle and another team. So they lost to the team below them in the relegation battle. You got to beat the team above you in the relegation <laughs> battle, right. which seems like it would be harder to do than beat the team below you. But it's Everton and yeah. they're never going to take the easy way out. But look, we're there. They win in the middle of a winless streak. Thank you very much. Rumbling rant, uh, rambling runoff. I always forget how to say that winless streak, right? They win because we're there. They don't win until we drop. And we just said, you know what? Screw it. We got to drop this thing. We drop it. They win. I mean, if if anything, it's because <laughs> of us. Look, that's it. I mean, they're, they're, they're all the, do you need more evidence? We have all the evidence we need, Your Honor. Yeah. Case closed. <laughs> um, but what a game. Everton, uh, 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 let's, the, some of the starters, right? Um Donny Van de Beek. Oh, we don't. We don't have to go in through all this. No, no, let's no. Let's talk about the. No, no, yeah, no, no, let's no. Go Donny Van de Beek. Donny Van de Beek. But man of the match, your boy. Yeah. It will be. It will be. Was a beast. How? How? <laughs> the Arsenal I'm legend. Sorry. I'm okay. sorry. Did Frank Lampard just unlock a Obi? <laughs> okay. The 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 Nigel leg, legend, all right, bro. This dude, super eagle, was incredible. The, he, I he, I don't know. He, the dude was playing like he did some hold up play. He's like he's you know played more, especially at Arsenal. He was like connecting guy, like kind of a winger, uh, kind of use some pace. I don't know what Wobie's pace is gone. He's not he's not running fast anymore. He has no interest in doing that. But he was Jamal. Jamal London said, LOL, nah, Everton a jammy as fuck. Uh, but he said, it won't be played like Ronaldinho, to be honest. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a sharp turn of the wheel there, Jamal. Bro, it's week after week, Everton fans are like, get this man out of my club. We yeah. don't need him. Why is he here? And then he shows up and was incredible. I don't know this what. This whole time I'm thinking Arsenal fleeced you off of this dude. But he always, he starts, he never shows up. And whoa, watching this match, I was like, is there a bonus attached to this contract or something? <laughs> My guy is balling out of control. Frank Lampard, I don't know what Frank told them, uh, but the, the confidence is 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 clearly something yeah, different. Bro. 
Joe Whitlock said it. Look, he said, best, best of Wobie game I've ever seen. And I watched every Arsenal appearance. Bruh, so did I. <laughs> he, did, he played better than he plays for Nigeria, which is typically where he plays best. Jamal said it will be more like it will be very appropriate. Um, but he had a great game and, the, and so did, um, and Donny van der Beek was great too, man. Uh, look, I've been yeah. sc- screaming at you at this chat for weeks about fixes midfield. Um, and, and, and I'll be honest, I did not think Donny van der Beek because, you know, for, from the limited amount of times I saw him at Manchester United, um, which even Manchester United fans saw him a little, you can't rate him. You can't rate him for his Manchester United stint. You can't, but this, this dude, people forget this dude was like one of the top prospects in the world when he went to, when he went there. Yeah. And the idea that he can't handle the speed and pace of the Premier League, and there is no more speed and pace than Leeds United <laughs> that he's going to go up against. Yeah, and he looked incredible. He looked like he had years under his belt playing in this league. And I hate that idea that these superstars can't come from other leagues and play well here. It, there's something. Frank Lampard, I don't think, had a great end to his uh, his Chelsea run um, as manager. Uh, there was a lot of questions being asked. He did better the year before when there was. No transfer window, and he had nobody, nothing but young players. He did incredibly well. And because of that, I look at that and say, he can he can instill confidence. I mean, Jack Harrison, speaking of Leeds, when he played at New York City Football Club with Frank Lampard, he talked about how Frank Lampard was, you know, instrumental in him giving him the belief that he could get back to Europe and play well, and he belonged there. He's clearly really good at doing this. And I even said, people were like, yeah, but nah, Donnie hasn't played in a while. Delhi Ali's on the outs. I was like, yo, Frank is going to fix that. Yeah. Frank can get these players playing better. And I, I don't need any more proof than Iwobi was man of the match. <laughs> Iwobi would struggle to be man of the match in a game he played by himself. <laughs> I, 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 the joke I would have made is uh, Iwobi would struggle to be man of, man of the match in a women's game. <laughs> which is, is I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> can we cut that? Don't, don't clip that. That's kind of funny. Our, dear, Pretty good dear joke. Editor, <laughs> dear editor. Do not clip that. <laughs> anyway, the uh, but yeah, an, an incredible. Uh, I mean, a desperately needed three points for Everton, and and probably the 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 worst part of the 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 weekend for Everton was that Newcastle also uh, won. A loss or a draw to Aston Villa would have widened that gap a, a little bit more. Um, but the the one you know we mentioned Deli Ali. He's the one that I feel like is not, you know, from obviously this is really his, his first, you know, real minutes. I, um, oh, well, he played against Newcastle as well, but he, I, I don't, in the, in the times I've seen him so far, he's the one that I think is really rusty and really needs to figure out how to like um, fit himself into the team. He did have an incredible pass to, to Solomon Rondon of all people, a, 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 a curling ball to the, to the, almost to like the penalty spot, put it right on uh, Solomon Rondon's feet. And he hit it out of the air volley. Uh, and then, but, and then the Me- Meslier, right? The keeper, he a- ends up saving it, but it was um, Melier. A- a- unbelievable pass from, from Deli Ali. But, but in general, his, the, he it, has, he has skill. He's, his confidence is completely shot. And I just want to point out two things. Uh, Crimson Pizza put uh, Donnie and Man United was like all the immigrants that came to the U.S. and were doctors and engineers in their countries and ended up working as janitors. <laughs> that was <laughs> Donnie Vanderbeek at United, 100 percent true. It's like the, like those like when Uber first started, it'd be like a dude. He's like, 
you know, I'm a surgeon in my country, right? And you're like <laughs> an Uber driver. It's like how difficult it is to make it here. Uh, but also uh, Jamal London, I need you to speak directly to this man, uh, Christian, because he said Everton have a lot of bums in their team and they bought more bums in January. They need to copy the Arsenal model and pay a lot of them out of their contracts. <laughs> Bro, they Jamal. just started winning again. <laughs> Thank you for your contribution. I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, I, you know what? I don't, I don't strongly disagree with you, but there, there's, there's a bit of a, you know, Everton are, is its own, uh, like monster and its own issues. They obviously they have this wildly passionate fan base They have all this history. Uh, and, and, you know, they, they, they expect competence. They're really, that's really all it is. We're like, <laughs> everything fans are just, the, the bar has gotten so low. We're just like, can we just get a club that is just run mildly um, like some of the other modern clubs? A, a little, a little professionalism goes a long way, <laughs> but you know, look, uh, Everton have a desire to stay up. They've spent half a billion dollars in the last five years. They have a massive stadium coming up. It would be, like it would be a debacle of the greatest debacles, a complete collapse if they were to not stay up, if they were to get relegated. Yeah. And I think, I honestly think of all the, the managers they could have brought in Lampard is probably the guy to keep you up. I don't know how long he's going to be there next year, but he's the guy to keep you up. And he's the guy to get players like Deli Ali and, uh, and Donnie Vanderbeek. And apparently it will be <laughs> at the top of their game. I love um, I love this. Jamal uh, London said, I think the bottom three stays as it is. Burnley has to go. I, and I, I'm reading it as Jamal London. Burnley has yeah. to go, fam. Okay? The whole institution <laughs> is anti-football. Uh, the stadium <laughs> turf. Throw. Nah, nah, fam. <laughs> the, whole, the whole institution is anti-football. <laughs> <laughs> the stadium turf more, man. I hate Burnley, man. I hope they get relegated. I, uh, I don't disagree with you there. Burnley uh, are not a fun team to watch. Oh, he sounds like Lippy. He sounds like Lippy. <laughs> he was like, I remember when, uh, when uh, the Super League thing started, Lippy's like, no, I want it, man. He's like, I want it. He's like, I don't want to go to Turf more. <laughs> He's like, there's no reason we shouldn't be going Burnley, man. Uh, Nick- uh, Lampard de- was definitely better than Chris Armis said Nick Red. The hate this man has in it. everywhere he goes. Okay, yeah, man. The uh, so yeah, obviously, big win for Everton, and uh, go watch our documentary uh, on this YouTube channel right now if you have not seen it. Please, it's okay. the reason they. Besides, you know, Frank Lampard and all the players. Uh, okay. Yeah. Give us, so give, now, let's talk give about, us our credit. Let's talk about top four, because I'd love to find out that uh, Jamal isn't even uh, a Liverpool fan and he just hates Everton. Uh, that's what I'd love to find out next. Well, I, today, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I do want to talk about the top four, but th- there was, I, I had the expectation we were talking about Tottenham. I thought Tottenham this week would be in the top four because they had a, they have what currently three games in hand. They had like four games in hand. Uh, uh, even it, with us, as far as matches match played, but they are, played. they're an interesting team because they have they had matches in hand and they are worse than they, <laughs> in a worse position than they were uh, three matches ago. So. They uh they they lost to uh to Wolves. I saw that game. They lost to Southampton and then they lost uh to Chelsea. Uh 
I mean, we don't. I mean, you could re- I, honestly, I, you could repeat that outside of just your whisper to my ear if you want. Outside of you simply enjoying enjoying the fact that they are not winning, what do you think is actually wrong with Tottenham? Outside of the obvious thing, I know the joke you're going to make that they're just Tottenham and blah blah shit and blah blah blah. Outside of that, what is why can't Conte get some decent results out of this team? This it's a fairly decent squad. People have people have mentioned. Since Conte came in, that Conte is a winner and that he would be able to get Ra- uh, Real Madrid. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> they would be able to get Tottenham, you know, sort of banging on all cylinders and get and fix them and get them going in the right direction, which is up the, you know, up the uh, up the table. And look, they went on a run. I believe they went uh, the first eight in the Premier League. He went uh, undefeated and it was looking good. But this is Tottenham, and it's not just me making fun of Tottenham being Tottenham. This is the the players they have. They can't do what Conte wants. The 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 little bit of 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 um hope they have is that Son and Kane somehow save them every time, or you know Bergwijn can stay uh, onside in the last three <laughs> minutes of a match and continue to score because the yeah. guys clearly got a nose for goal at the end of the match. Um, Jamal says he's an Arsenal fan. There we go, Jamal. One of my own, baby. Um, which I'm gonna call it Tottenham. They need a complete roster rebuild. They Harry Kane should have been sold. You probably wouldn't be doing worse than you're doing now, but you'd have a hundred million dollars in your pocket, yeah, or a hundred million pounds. You'd be way better off as opposed to bringing someone back into the fold that didn't want to be there. And I honestly think he has been playing incredibly well. He's had moments. He has been playing incredibly well. And there's a, there's a sense of people waiting to move on. It feels like they're just waiting for this season to finish so they could all go their separate ways. They don't want to be here. They're not playing for Conte and Conte is looking at it. And he's saying, he's saying some really big things in his, um in his press conferences. Recently, he said in the last one, after the last uh, loss, he said, you know, I'm used to competing for different things, not, you know, will we finish in the top four? Yeah, He's talking about like, he's like, dude, where I'm from, we're, we're winning trophies. These motherfuckers just want to go forth. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I can't yeah. even inspire them to go forth. They did. They did sign um, uh, Kulusevsky, right? Uh, Kulusevsky from, from yeah. Juve, and from I, Juve. I, I and I thought like that. That's a strong addition. I thought he was uh, like he and Betancourt. Betancourt is a uh, a big time scorer. Yeah, but again, you know. Also, do do any of these pieces seem like they fit together? Maybe Betancourt should be your star. Why is Harry Kane up there? Why is Son primarily up top? You know, uh, when when the when the when it's like big moments, he's the one. Uh, Jamal said the spuds are shite. Uh, they employ <laughs> they employ Ben Me and Fuck Me Davis, <laughs> Colombian PS4, Matt Doherty, not even needed for a nickname. That's how shit Matt Doherty is. Uh Emerson Peasant as opposed to Royal. Uh the best midfielder and striker is Harry Kane. Winks for fuck's sake, he is shit, man. Spurs are bad. I there, I mean, that's a hundred percent true. Each of these players independently would be very good. But together, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. These ingredients don't go together. Yeah, uh, Conte has a lot of work to do. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 surprising. I mean, the, the they lost to Wolves, and uh, you know, at home, it's just like they were down uh, when the, the two goals at, in the sixth minute and the eighteenth minute, and just like dead, bro. 
Yeah, home. What is what is this team? I mean, Wolves are not. Yeah, no, but <laughs> Wolves are. Wolves boss them. And here's the other thing. If you may not be able to get your, you may not be able to fix what happened before you got there for your Conte. But this, is, this has to be a real, <laughs> like a real bad assessment for this club. When you're you're playing a team that you're competing with for this top four position, you be Wolves, you're you're possibly in sixth, fifth, you're competing with Wolves, and you lose to them in your home. I love I love this um, from uh, Brush. He says, uh, "Ain't nothing royal about Emerson." Damn. There's <laughs> a there's a photo in my Arsenal group chat, which is uh, Conte as a contestant on the. Um, What's the one where they said, like, we asked 100 Americans what they thought the family feud. Family feud, yeah. They, they have his arm around him and they said, uh, you know, uh, which we'll call it, you're the, the most hated royal. And he put Emerson. <laughs> it's Conte saying Emerson. Uh, so when you look at the squad, people are saying this in the chat. Look, uh, son deserves better. They should have sold Kane and revamped. Harry Kane isn't a bad player. All of these players will do better once they move on. The problem is Tottenham. It's run badly. It's clearly they don't have a plan. I don't think they had a plan for Conte. I think what happened was United wouldn't move on getting rid of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Conte wanted a gig and they offered him a ton of money. Let's be serious. Tottenham have to pay that amount of money in order to get someone like uh, Conte in. And now you're looking at it and you realize that he's probably looking in the mirror right now as we speak and thinking, yeah, that was blood money. Yeah, I should be here. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's a. It, it, I would like I said, I, I expected them to at least uh, f- be fighting for uh, top four, but it, it really doesn't look like. Uh, even- Sean actually, great. Sean asked a great question, and Michael Raymond, Michael Raymond said their identity is Spurs, which is hilarious. And people said they don't have an. Sean said they don't have an identity, and then Sean asked, "What is the brand of football Spurs play?" If you ask me, what kind of style does Conte play? Conte likes to play. Compact defensively, you know, hold your position down and then attack when the moment is right. Typically on a counter, typically with a, a false nine, if you could play with it, if you could, if you could, if you have someone that could play that. Have you seen any of those things out of any Tottenham match? Uh, no. Maybe the counter attacking. Uh, look, I mean, the if you would ask me what what the style of play is. You know, get the ball to Harry Kane, get the ball to Sun, and and watch them like work their magic. That's they they are, you know, superstars, and they can they can change yeah. they can change uh like you know any game uh, almost whenever they want. But if 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 um if teams are are focusing on neutralizing them, then they don't really have much of a shot. Uh, Nick Red said their brand is depressing. <laughs> That's their brand. Uh, how do you replace Doherty with Emerson if there was a ball on door for worse scouts in the EPL Spurs would win it? Uh, do you know how hard it is to find someone worse than Doherty? <laughs> Yo, Jamal's on fire, bro. Ain't it midnight by you, my G? I like this guy. My guy's like, I can't go to bed. I got to shit on Spurs. Um, so let, let's- Spurs fighting for that conference league spot again. Bro, they'd be lucky to finish fifth. They'd be lucky. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, the, you know, our, so let's talk about the, the North London uh, rival because Arsenal did win their game, uh, their match against, the, uh, against Wolves. Yep. Come how on about, now. How about this? The People, club that, the club that beat Tottenham away. And like two days later, by the way. Right. And the, um, so I, who were, who was this? Somebody, some people were complaining about, 
that Arsenal was celebrating too hard. Like they won the world. Didn't some like the goalkeeper? No, no, Ruben Neves. Right. Ruben Neves said it's. He essentially said it's not lost on us that they won as if they they celebrated as if they won the league. We won't forget that. And the reason they're saying that is because we play them again in like a week. You know. <laughs> um. So I I get why you would say that, but I think it's it's a stupid. You you're down to ten men again. You know, right, right. Uh, and you, you edge a team that's hard to score against, and you score against them, and you beat them down to ten men. Yeah, you celebrate that. <laughs> if there's one thing that everyone who hated Arteta at the beginning, and I feel like a lot of that is softened, but everyone who hated Arteta at the beginning was like, oh, you know, he's going after players, and the players don't like him, and this and that. Look at how he has them playing. Yeah, it didn't work out with Obama Yang. Sure, it didn't work out with Gundozi. And yeah, it didn't work out with, with what's another, uh, you know, one of the other players that he kind of shunned. Oh, uh, Ozil. I get that maybe it didn't work out with some of these big name players. But if you want to be there and you want to play hard, he very clearly is the right manager for you. And he has these, he has the club as unified as I've seen in a long time. It It probably goes back to the invincible days before I could say we're down to 10 men and I'm not worried that we're going to lose. Right, right, you know right, what right. I mean? Um, the, uh, well, there was something I wanted to bring up. because So there was a red card in this game. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was the game. Uh, the uh, Gabriel uh, Martinelli. Uh, we, we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Uh, since obviously... Oh, the, the two, two the yellows. Two yellows. The... Can we talk about that? Six. What was your thought on this? Because this was pretty wild. I mean, uh, if you didn't see this play, Gabriel Martinelli um, is basically at the touchline and clearly fouls, um, uh, you know, the 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 Wolves player. I forgot who it was, but he kind of pushes him uh, while he's about to do the throw in, and so you understand, like, you know, he's trying to he slow the game down. Then he catches up to where the ball is and where the 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 player that has the ball is, and fouls him during kind of run of play. And it's kind of an attacking chance. So ref was going to give a yellow card um, for the initial foul. But then when Martinelli fouled again, gave him a second yellow immediately. So he he gets sent off. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I saw a lot of people reacting to it. But this is pretty wild. You you really have to be... uh, Arteta said it. You have to want to give that red. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's like I understand... I'm what? not saying you they're both look, are they both yellows? What do you think? The I would I would have been fine with the first one not being a yellow. I thought the first one was iffy, the second one, definite yellow. See, I'm the opposite. I think the first one is very obvious because everyone's looking at the at the ball thrower at that moment. Uh-huh. And you push him while he's in the middle of the motion. So, and obviously he goes down. That very clearly to me, if you're gonna give a yellow, that's where you give it. But you gotta sit there and say, the second foul after that, you warn that man. You say, hey, one more and you're out of this. You can't all of a sudden yellow, yellow, get out of here. To me, that was very clearly something must have happened before that we're not aware of where the, where the ref had told him like, hey, yo, fam, you don't get many more of these. Because for to back to back, I've never seen that before in my life. And at this point, they even asked Arteta, like, what do you do about all these records? And he's like, well, I'm out of I have no ideas. I'm out of ideas. I don't know how to stop it. I mean, one is get rid of Shaka, but uh, a player, a player like this, a young player making two stupid decisions, none of which dangerous and right. getting a, and, and getting red for it. 
I, I, you know, I sit back and I'm like, yo, then are they against us? And when you see fans are like, oh, the, they want to give us the reds and, and they don't, they don't like us and blah, blah. And I'm always like, dude, it ain't that serious. They're just doing their job. But when you see this, you're like, well, all right, I see where you're getting this evidence from. <laughs> it was, it did seem pretty ridiculous. I mean, to, to give, I mean, you got to let one go, right? I mean, even as like, if you're a ref and you're just like, I just want to see 11 on 11 at the very least, unless something like nobody would have been mad at the ref if he didn't give that second, that other yellow. I, it, it just, I didn't understand why he felt like he needed to give it. And he, you know, he was pointing at Martinelli. He pointed back at the original, the location of the original foul. Even if, if, so this is what I was thinking, like if the ref has to like scream at Martinelli, I don't care where he is on the pitch. Be like, yo, that's a yellow back there. Don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, just, yeah. You, you yeah. can't let him get another yellow. Like at that point, well, you know what? If, it's your fault. If you're the captain, you've got to crowd the official so that he can't even see Martinelli <laughs> and give him a chance to cool down. Um, what you would call Barry Gunner said, I remember when everyone said Arsenal was soft. Now look at us, a red card an hour. Yeah, that's right, baby. We're the gulliest. We're the gulliest in the Premier League. You feel me? What you would call it? I. Uh, that ref is a Wolves transplant, transplants at Michael Raymond. Uh, Jamal said, honestly, I was at the game and the ref crumbled under pressure. He was getting heat from the Wolves fans because he was wasting time and shit like that. And honestly, the refs are always fucking us over. Again, I, it's it's all over my group chat. It's all over uh, every post that, you know, Arsenal Fan TV is posted about this. You see it everywhere where Arsenal fans are talking. They're saying that the refs are against us. And there's no way I could ever tell them that that's not true because there's so much proof We've gotten more red cards that we've scored. We've got more red cards this year in 2022 that we've scored goals. Yeah. How insane is that? <laughs> Just incredible. Uh, Robert from LA said, Christian, it happened in the Champions League last year when an Ajax player got those two quick fouls during a play. Ajax Chelsea. I don't remember that. Why do I remember I don't that? remember that either. Uh, in, in same Barry exact thing. Say, how, do you, how do you get a yellow for wasting in the 60th minute? <laughs> and Joe Whitlock said, the state of things is my friend, also an Arsenal fan, texted to ask which minute the red is coming and is it Shocker or Gabriel? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Well, it's usually Gabriel um, Magalhaes, not Martinelli. So uh, it was a nice little, a little. At least it was a game. At least it was a Gabriel. Okay, you ain't wrong there. Uh, so the um these damn Brazilians out here getting <laughs> red. Um okay. So the what uh we'll take a quick look. I mean the table hasn't really moved uh that much except for Manchester United going into fourth today as we record this because they won their match against Brighton. Uh right, but keep in mind, keep in mind the matches played. That is West Ham and Manchester United both have played 25 mm-hmm. and sit in fourth and fifth with 43 and 41 points. But if you look at Arsenal, 22 games played, so that's three in hand at this point, when we're talking about finishing in the top four, you're at 39. These are, I'm going to I'm gonna present you with two of the biggest ifs, two of the largest, most ridiculous ifs you've ever seen in your life, okay? If Arsenal were to win the three matches they have in hand, that would add eight, nine points, so they'd be at 48, which would put them Third, potentially fourth. Third with Chelsea with 24. So if they were to, let's say, just draw the next Manol because they have 30 goal differential. If they if Chelsea loses the next match and Arsenal were to win the next the, the three that they had in hand, that would put them in, in, in competition for third place or in contention for third place. 
And that's the only reason I'm bringing it up. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't believe that will happen. The point I'm trying to make is Arsenal had a horrific start to the season. It looked like it was going to go down bad. And I'm not the first to say this, but the only reason Arsenal don't finish in the top four, in the top four is, be, or at least in fourth place, is because of Arsenal. That's going to be the only thing stopping Arsenal from finishing in top four because there are 22 games played with 39 points, pretty healthy goal differential at nine. Certainly not one of the top three. They're 30, 42, and 47 goal differential. But when we're talking about Arsenal, West Ham, Manchester United, Wolves, Tottenham, really 11 is the best. West Ham is at eight goal differential and Arsenal is at nine. That's enough to compete. That's enough to make me think we have the ability to finish in top four, possibly even top three if Chelsea were to slip up even a little bit, which they may with the whole Lukaku saga. I mean, when I look at this, I sit here and say, every Arsenal fan that was Arteta out, every Arsenal fan that thought, you know, the uh, him and Adu couldn't put it together. I Since the beginning of the season, I've been saying, everybody just wait. Let's get back our best players, or let's bring in Tomiyasu, uh, Nuno Tavares, Sambi Lakonga, when we were buying these players. I said, let's bring in these players. Let's get in Ben White. Let's get in Tomiyasu. Let's see what they can do. Let's see if Arteta, when given his ingredients, he can cook. Look, I'm just as mad as everyone else about what's going on with the front three. I wish we had a striker. If we had a striker, I would tell you with confidence that, yeah, we will finish in fourth place with no problem. And I do believe we will finish in fourth, but I'm a little less confident because I also do worry where those goals are going to come from. That said, we've got to give this man a hand for taking the youngest team in the Premier League on average by a lot and having them in sixth place with a direct line to fourth or third. That's insane. Right. Uh, wait, uh, a lot of, I want to mention a couple of people in the chat because everybody's saying, uh, Brush just said, <laughs> but, the, but the games in hand for Arsenal are Chelsea, Liverpool, and Spurs. I see no more than four points from, uh, from those for you guys. Uh, Nick Red said, Alexis, uh, quote, if everything uh, I want to happen happens, it will be good. Yeah, you really, you got to go with a lot, lots of optimism. Uh, I didn't say I guarantee it'll happen. All I'm saying is you have to look at that. Look at that math. And see and ask yourself, did you think we'd be this far? I got laughed at when I said Arsenal would finish sixth. Laughed at. <laughs> we have a chance to finish fourth easily. <laughs> and if everything goes the way I want, third. Are yeah. you out of your mind? Let's look at let's look at our uh, before. Don't the... you remember when Tottenham was in first place and Arsenal was last, <laughs> and now they're in eighth? I only remember <laughs> when Everton was in first. Okay, that was a. Uh, I mean, they should have ended the season right there champions um the let's look at hold on joe whitlock said alexis my boy but no way he said bring in tomiyasu did i not give respect to tomiyasu when he got signed uh i i mean i don't remember but he's been he's been decent he's not he hasn't been that look he's better than i thought he would be but i was like yo if they believe in this guy i believe in that guy and a lot of that was because that who was that the british dude who was like real madrid ain't trying to buy him uh you know uh barcelona isn't trying to buy him why are we bringing this guy in he must suck (laughs) <laughs> and now he's great. I forget who he was. Um, the uh, you know, speaking of uh, British dudes saying uh, ridiculous things, did you see the 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 tweet from um, 
Pier, not Piers, well, Piers Morgan tweeted it, but uh, Gary- I mean, first of all, who cares <laughs> what Piers Morgan says? Best Arsenal fan, okay? That's all I know. Biggest Arsenal fan, Piers Morgan. Every, every Arsenal fan loves him. That's what I, that's all I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, wh- so much cap, you should open up a lids. <laughs> but apparently, um, Piers Morgan tweeted this, and this led to a lot of uh, controversy. A lot of people were mad at him, but he goes- uh, this is a, is a picture of Odell Beckham Jr. And Piers Morgan tweets, great to watch a Beckham who can actually play football, hashtag Super Bowl. And then Gary Lineker claps back. And he says, you might dislike him for whatever reason, but David Beckham was a great footballer, one of our finest, okay? <laughs> Look, it, I love, uh, where's the, I, I, you hate to see this Brit on Brit crime, okay? I don't know right? why, 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 the, why can't they support each other, man? There's blood and crumpets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, Brush said, "Don't pay attention to anything Pierce says." Didn't you guys run him out of America? I'm just yes, saying. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. The uh, most embarrassing Arsenal supporter behind Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Osama bin Laden an Arsenal supporter? You didn't know that? I did yeah. not know that. Man, yeah. damn. Oh, sorry. Was <laughs> was. Oh, and America fixed oh. that problem. Okay, Obama. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> sorted okay you want, I uh, yo, watch it back Pierce yo but like, I don't think uh, nah you ain't you ain't got that cable package anymore that have those nah, <laughs> that has a nah, Premier League games I can't help you with that <laughs> nah you might wanna you might wanna sell your season tickets I don't think you're gonna be needing them <laughs> yes we can <laughs> bruh so this is but this is look I don't know how um I, look, I don't even know if, if this is a, a Did you see the other the tweet that Piers put before this? I didn't. Which one? Piers Morgan said um something about David Beckham being like the most overrated player in Premier League history. Uh he was uh he was nothing but free kicks and stupid haircuts and he said that if it wasn't for the great players around him, no one would even know who he was. Something to that degree. I, I'm not going to sit here but and I mean, try that, to that just look see, through Piers Morgan's tweets. <laughs> that, look, that's such a a just such a wild thing to say. It's David Beckham. I mean, they made a this damn movie is, about him. <laughs> the man has what four statues around the world of him. Also, universally beloved players that he scored against love him, and you are the only person who dislikes him. It's. I mean, it's it's kind of incredible i mean i can understand you know for someone even who's like very flashy fashion the whole thing we we know modeling the the calvin klein as like i get that but then he did all of that stuff and then on top of that was an absolute baller with nothing but highlights that dude like rarely had like a a, a a terrible game until he got a little bit older and stuff like that but he was but also look jamal said david beckham is slightly overrated to be honest I'll accept slightly overrated because he was put on a God level and maybe he wasn't that good of a player with the buzz that he had, but to say he was nothing but free kicks and stupid haircuts. And if it wasn't for the great players around him, no one would know who he was. And then also look, I'll be honest because you know, peers, you can't, you can't talk about our friend David Beckham like that. All right, bro. Also, 
my my father. He was he's going to adopt me. Don't y'all remember? <laughs> that is our I boy. Asked, I asked David Beckham to adopt me. <laughs> That's I our said, boy. You have a kid named Brooklyn Beckham. I want to be the Bronx Beckham. <laughs> so you can't you can't be doing this, bro. Because that is our homie. That dude is you know uh, obviously a, a, a British legend with with a a statue in Los Angeles. Okay, the guy is respected uh, on on you know on both sides of the pond. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's really what ticked me off, bro. Ridiculous. Bro, Dylan said, wait till the day Pierce drops the I agree with Alexis. You know what? <laughs> Again, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Faruco on that one, bro. We're gonna, we're gonna be touring you Puerto Rico talking about Jesus. Look, how many people, how many people can say they made David Beckham smile? Look at that. Look at look at how much he is laughing. <laughs> Every- yeah, because I said something stupid. <laughs> we did that. We did remember, that. <laughs> remember at the end of his interview? Remember at the end of his interview where he spoke to the handler that was you you could see a woman just to his right. That's his handler. He leaned over to her while we're this distance from him and said, Could you tell him they were very funny? <laughs> and then she took a baby step forward and said, Mr. Beckham thinks you're very funny. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we heard him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Brush just said, totally a legend. All around nice guy to Captain England and drag them into the O2 World Cup. I, and I, well, we can, you know, from a you know, firsthand experience, David Beckham is one of the nicest people you will ever meet. I, I, yeah. thought, I thought there would even be a little bit of ego or you know, famous, whatever. If he has it, he knows how to hide it. A gem. Warm. I shook his tattooed hand. Beautiful. Lovely, lovely man. So he was off put that I kissed his hand, but you know, you you know, it's our culture. (laughs) But you know what? You, you adapt, David, you're in our country now. (laughs) Uh, Total legend, all around. Nice guy too. captain England and drag them into the O2 world cup. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, I would let David Beckham drag me wherever he wants. All right, I'm going to put it out there, okay? <laughs> Happily married, very much of a straight man. But you know what? Bex? <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll make it work somehow. We'll make it work. You okay. know what? So, um, all right. So let's, we have a, a I just want to play a couple things before. No, no, we, no, no. We need to, we need to what? find out from you. Who do you think will finish in the top four? Oh, the top four. I'm going to Right go- now, it's looking like City, Liverpool. That's not going to change. So they're your top two. And by the way, if if you're in the chat, feel free to drop who you think is third and fourth. Because I don't think well, let's just go on the on the evidence that City and, and Liverpool aren't going anywhere. Right. Um I, I'm gonna say um I think Chelsea does stay in third. Um but I, look, I'm gonna I, I I honestly think who as fourth, I don't think it's gonna be Manchester United. I think okay. it, it, I think it's really going to be between Arsenal and West Ham. I think one so of make those a two. Choice. Um, why? Hold on. Why West Ham? West. I mean, they they what they finished fifth last year. Um, and I think they I think they have you know they were they were a pretty solid uh, squad. I mean, I have no reason to think that they can't maintain uh, the the kind of run of form that they have. the The advantage are uh, the advantage that Arsenal and, and Wolves have are those games in hand, but there's no guarantee they're going to get those points. Um, so so that's why I, I I think West Ham can actually do it. I think Chelsea will stay in third. I think they have. Uh, unless there's a major turn of events, a big injury or Lukaku just decides he doesn't want to play anymore. 
or something major like that. I do think Chelsea finishes in third. In fourth, it's going to be Arsenal, baby. No, big surprise. Big shock. I'm glad I'm glad we got that on record. Nobody knew that was Kevin. It's going to be Arsenal. And by the way, there's there's a lot riding on this. I don't know if you've I don't know how many of you watch uh kicking it on complex with me and Flex, but I did say that if Arsenal didn't finish fourth, I would eat because it is on complex. I would eat the last dab, a wing with the last dab sauce mm. on it, which is the final right. uh, the hot sauce on the hot ones. Uh, and if they if they did finish fourth, then Flex has to eat it. And Flex doesn't like so, uh, hot sauce. So I got a lot riding on this, folks. I mm. really need I really need Arsenal to finish fourth so that I don't, you know, uh, poop fire for two if, days. If, if Everton get relegated, I'll I'll eat, the, the, you know, the last dab. I'll have a last dab. If who? If, if Everton get relegated, I will I will do the last dab. But then why would you double up your pain? <laughs> <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Red Nick Red uh said you should have to eat mushy peas. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the, uh you saw well you had posted the thing on Instagram of uh, Kanye having the I might have been the first. I might have been the first. You might have been the first. Uh, you were the first I saw do that. Um but then we got a, uh, I saw a post from uh, Footy Scran. Yeah, where they said mushy peas are nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, it made me laugh. That was a good one. Where is, uh, let me see if I can find uh, that tweet. I probably cannot. So I'm not going to spend too much time doing it. Anyway. Rush87 said, oh, we need the Cooligans on Hot Ones. That would be crazy. It would be a lot of me just sitting there talking to Sean Evans while Christian is writhing in pain on the floor <laughs> it's good it'll be entertaining i'll, I'll tell you that much <laughs> yeah. people right. would enjoy it christian would not but people just, would enjoy just it drinking gallons of almond milk <laughs> i need to give me more I think, i've told this i've told this story before but we did some of the some comics that are run through of the game show that hot ones uh started on true tv which did not last uh for those of you not in this country hot ones became a game show here in the u.s very short-lived but they hired comedians to do a run-through of it i was one of them and they basically feed you like the hottest, insanely hot wings. And then you have to answer questions while you're doing it. Um, I had something called capsaicin cramps where your stomach believes it's on fire and starts to actually pump its own pump, everything inside of it out. Horrifically painful. I collapsed on someone eating dinner outside in New York, just right on their plate and screaming. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so ruin that family's dinner. Uh, full flop sweat. Everyone just thought I was high on drugs. I took a took an Uber home in the dead of winter with the window down. And uh, Alex Pavone said, I look like the Dark Knight, but the fat <laughs> version, <laughs> which was hilarious. And then Pavone didn't feel the capsaicin cramps because he didn't eat as much as I did until he got home. And he said it was so bad. He both put ice and a, a stick of butter on his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason for the butter is because he heard that dairy, they were putting dairy on our mouths to stop the burning. Mm. So he had like milkshake on his mouth. I was just drinking a milkshake. I'm like, this is a good milkshake. Because um, <laughs> the heat bothers me, but not it doesn't like take me out, right? I have a very high tolerance. So he had dairy on his on his face. So he put the dairy on his butthole thinking that would stop the burning. It was insane. <laughs> I'm telling you, I I sh like pure fire people like it, it hurt a little bit, like insane pain. It felt as if like I was just full blood was coming out of my butt. <laughs> For three days. Lovely. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that image, Alexis. Uh, yeah. I, I, it looked like my pancreas had exploded. <laughs> I want to just play this real quick. This was a video I saw on Twitter. Uh, this is from at Gil Takes. 
Uh, but this is a video of a, co- a college uh, classroom. And, and this is pretty funny because literally everyone in the class is just watching Champions League. This is an American classroom. <laughs> and everybody, Come on now. Everybody's watching Champions League on their laptops while the professor is uh, professing. Pretty great. USA, USA is a soccer country, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking over. Uh, one classroom at a time. So that was great to see. The uh, the other thing I wanted to play is uh, so this this is a uh, you know more more little gossipy uh, news because Jordan Pickford of Everton Football Club got got into a little uh, a little scuffle. Uh, we th- this is this seems to happen pretty much every year. He uh, he likes to go out from uh, to a pub from time to time. Nothing wrong uh, with that. But he gets into it's part of his culture. He go, he, you know, this is, uh, you know, he he seems to get into, uh, you know, issues with fans or fights or whatever. And he got into a fight at a pub uh, because with everyone with, <laughs> with the whole pub because they were uh, they were taunting him and they were saying, um, I'll, I'll play it in a second. But they the guy is making fun of Jordan Pickford and his short arms. Apparently, this is this is a big. Well, he's. Teasing him quite a bit. He called him Mr. Butterfingers, and then he starts calling him short arm. <laughs> so that, what I love is the edit of the video. Yeah, so let me let's play this. So he's he's going nuts at a pub. He's screaming woo. Saying small arms. Clammy hands, butterfingers. <laughs> and uh, here's the thing: because it's England, pause that for a second. Because it's England, I can't tell is this playful <laughs> or are they going after him? And look, our chat is filled with T Rex arms. Uh, are like he's saying, "Go on, lad," which I, I would assume you don't say that to someone you don't like, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, you know British speak that you sometimes. Depending on the context, you're saying you're telling someone you love them, or you 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 you're about to stab them. You know what I mean? Like, it's, right? <laughs> so there's, there's the tone is important. You're either cheering for this man <laughs> to go talk to a girl, or you want him, or you want to fight him. There's only two ways you could use go so on. Lad. He's saying all this stuff, yeah, and you know people call T Rex arms. Which I is is there a particular like image or photo that because I, I don't believe that Jordan Pickford's arms are significantly short i mean he seems like a he, he seems his his arm seems like a normal length I, so i don't understand maybe it's end. because he lets a lot of shots go in the upper 90 or in the uh like top bins i don't know but to go up to a, a premier league footballer and just record him and yell at him i mean look i'm not mad at jordan pickford here at all like it, it's, this is the exact opposite of how new yorkers act when we see celebrities we ignore them to the point where they don't like it. Yeah. They're like, yo, why isn't anyone talking to me? We don't <laughs> care about you. The only people that are going to bother you are people from Jersey and Long Island. Those are the only people that are going to bother you. So let we don't me- really bother celebrities. Meanwhile, in England, you get taunted on video. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yo, make sure you look into the camera while I try to humiliate you. So, yeah. But like, you're proving to everyone you know you're shitting on a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, who said it? Uh, Robert from LA said Pickford is a millionaire too. Yeah. <laughs> don't you have like a posh place you can drink where there someone's not gonna walk up to you and be like, hey yo, T-Rex arms. <laughs> so 
Um, look, you understand. Maybe at a game on the pitch, you, you know, goalkeepers have to deal with this, and I think they they're generally pre- prepared for it and expect it. But to ju- look and look, and now we're we're watching him. I mean, the dude. That's it. Pickford went off. He's like, hold me back because look, you can't blame him. How how much is he, how much taunting is he supposed to take? It's ridiculous. All of it. He's a millionaire. <laughs> Who cares? And now, as soon as... You're going to potentially harm your career by punching this guy and breaking your arm or your hand on his face. Yeah. So, look, I mean... Look, this, but this is not... You know, there's a couple Wait, things hold here. hold on. Can we... Well, before, can we test something? Michael Raymond said, Google T-Rex and Pickford shows up. Can we test that real quick? <laughs> I, mean, should we, I mean, we use Bing out here, bro. Uh, well, we'll Bing it. Let's see what pops up. That, what is it? Just T-Rex and nothing else? Or is, yeah. that, is that a joke? Uh, I hope I hope that's true. <laughs> T-Rex. I'm just going to go uh, Bing T-Rex. Ew, Grandpa, you click on it? Click As what? As opposed to hitting enter? I, I do that sometimes because if I'm not in the right, I'm on OBS and if I'm in the wrong window, I could shut something off. Okay. You, All right. I'll a, allow it. <laughs> I don't see anything. Uh, for Bing All doesn't. Right. Maybe it's Bing. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Bing is just different. So, um, but again. Hold on. Tom P. Tom P. Who I think is the first thing he's put said, I've heard Pickford has reptile dysfunction. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um but look, we we've my my issue here is that Jordan Pickford, I believe last year, he's this has happened a couple times where he gets into fights with uh with with people just out in public at, at pubs. And that I've is, heard he's a little bit off his rocker too. I've that, heard he's a little That's my bigger concern. Well, every goalkeeper. I mean, what goalkeeper, you know, he, the goalkeepers are built a little bit differently than other than other footballers. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. you don't want to uh, antagonize them like this so it's like at, at this point i'm not even mad at pickford for for like even trying to swing on this dude this is it's kind of ridiculous like how much abuse are you supposed to take before you can actually like do something and you know you know this is serious as soon as as soon as you hear women squ- screaming in a in a video that's when you know things have gotten out of hand when the women start saying get off him get off him like we've seen this right. countless times it's like you know there was something real at stake. But the, the main thing here is, look, at the very least, Jordan Pickford, I don't know if it's go to the pub less or whatever. I'm not saying he deserves any kind of abuse. How are you that rich but don't have your own your own pub you can go to? Like a, a pub <laughs> where... Buy a pub. Buy a pub. That's it. That's the the solution here. Uh. (laughs) Oh, also, what should we call it? What's his name? Um, who's the the fighter? Conor McGregor. Yeah, he he owns a pub. You know what happens when he goes in there? A lot of thank you. A lot of hey, great pub, man. Happy (laughs) to be here. Gets his own table. Right. You know what doesn't happen? If someone starts filming him and going like Conor McGregor, you got knocked out. Uh, that guy does not get to stay at that pub. <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. That's the rule. Um, yeah. So uh, I, look, I'm I'm glad nothing happened. Uh, and 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 you know he's okay. And and you know it's just like we're, we're it's it, yeah. It wouldn't be great to hear another story about a, a, a you know player getting into a fight or getting hurt or whatever. Uh, and and it's also 
it's it goes back even to the the Piers Morgan thing to me because I was like, this is how you know the English don't give two shits about the English national team because it's like this dude is your they number one. This is your number one keeper. The dude they care more about the club. You were you were a, a, a penalty. This might have been an Everton fan. This <laughs> we don't know. This you are penalty away from winning the Euros. Uh and 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 the dude has is the reason you know the national team has been gotten as far as they have he's been he's an incredible keeper yeah he's playing on a on a team that's not very good but he the dude makes incredible stops especially for a team that he has to make a bunch a bunch of stops so that it made me think about that I'm like there's no respect at all none you can't Nothing. you can't respect this dude what what else does he have to do to not be abused when he just wants to be at a pub? Ridiculous. Jamal Jamal London said in the UK, if you show any sign of clapback when you get taunted, they just do it more and more. What is the point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, at some point, like if you and I were to get taunted, I feel like we would clap back so hard they wouldn't be able to, they would have to fight us, right? <laughs> to get us to stop, right? <laughs> because, like, yo, if you even try, like, there, if there's times where, like, in the chat, like on the complex show, people go for it, and Flex is like, "What are you doing?" Because I go off, like, yeah. we're comedians. You're you like- think we've never dealt with hecklers <laughs> before, bro? I'm gonna rip you apart from the top to bottom, and I don't even need to see you, my G. I'm yeah. gonna just start making shit up. Like it's crazy. <laughs> um, if you, if I walk in somewhere and they're calling me butterfingers and shit like that, either I'm gonna find a way to make a joke out of it. Or that dude's going to be like, I, I got to cut this guy because <laughs> there's nothing left. Pretty wild. Uh, okay. So, all right. I think we should end there. Uh, just uh, go through the chat a little bit. Um, Joe Whitlock. Scousers don't even support the national team, which we found out when we were in Liverpool. We did. They, they do not consider themselves part of England. They're Uh-oh. the Texas of England, right? <laughs> They're about to secede. Okay. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, Tom P said, "English football is banter over everything." Yeah, man. It's, uh, th- well, this is why the national team can't win. Every other national team in the world is like, "Let's do it for our country." And like, even though if it's yeah. even if it's like corny, it's still like you know, at least it gets everybody oh, on board. Dude, <laughs> they're inspiring the children. <laughs> they're beloved. They're like the, what the are- media in England's like these these, these law again. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> it, it's England is essentially like the, the the football clubs represent like just the different tribes on this piece of land who are always at war. You know what I mean? They can never unite yeah. against a common enemy. They just like always. <laughs> if you want to know just how crazy it is, like how England treats the national team versus how Americans would treat it, just think about the fact that the Knicks still have fans. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, look, if they if there was promotion relegation in the NBA, there there'd be very few. I'd, I'd be at them high school games being like, "Let's go next. Let's go next. Next and six. No, we're coming back to the top in seven years." Let's go. Okay. Everybody uh, saying, "Brush said the media certainly don't help." But yeah, bro, I don't know why. I don't know what's going. On. I don't know what the. The, the the you know the uh, the economy and the media how, how it works in England it just it, y'all seem like you, y'all everybody hates each other it makes no sense anyway, <laughs> oh, I mean even even though by like, the way it, y'all it, the same to us I They're know like, we're not scouts They're like bro <laughs> in, we don't know the difference in America like yeah we, we you know they have uh, you know people are divided on political lines and whatever and and oh, no, uh, come on 
I'm just saying. No. For for the U.S. men's national team and the U.S. men's and women's national team, we could like shut it off for those 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. let's no, go, 100%. let's support. Yeah, it's like, but the English. Also, think about like the Olympics. You know what I mean? Yeah. People get behind. If you win a medal for England, they're like, yeah, but who do you support? <laughs> no, no, no. I won I won the, the 400 meter race. I won gold for this country. Oh, Nobody cares. <laughs> you like Pickford. You like Pickford. Boy, I bet you he couldn't win a 400 meter. I don't know. I think I went Australian there for a second. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Prime Show. We appreciate the time. Thank you, everybody in the chat uh for joining us uh even uh we got a lot of folks out in the uk thank you for uh, hanging out with us as well um uh, tom p tom p and jamal if y'all haven't hit that subscribe button already come on now you can't come in here with that fire yeah and not and by the way tom p also said surely there's a soho house in liverpool bro i'll be i'll be drinking with my feet up not fighting anybody you know what i mean the little manhattan with my my pinky out enjoying my whiskey (laughs) <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hit that subscribe button. We forgot to mention that. You got to do it. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. Leave a comment. Do the whole thing. Uh, we appreciate yes. everybody. And make sure, go watch the Cooligans Classico. It's a documentary that we made uh, out in at, at Goodison Park and hanging out in Liverpool. Uh, again, super, super proud of it. Up. Yeah. Run that up. Get Run that, that up. Please share that with your friends. Every anybody who's a a fan of footy, uh, let them know about it. We want everybody uh, to see it. Seriously, we we had uh, and yo to whoever shared it in the uh, in the Everton Reddit. Thank you very much. That popped up as an alert. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, somebody shared it in the Everton uh, Reddit, and yo, if you guys know any Everton fans, send it to them. Let them see it. Uh, we want to run that up. Uh, oh. Look, we we haven't really focused on YouTube in forever. We just started. Uh, so, you know, some of these numbers are going to take a while to build, but with y'all behind us, we're going to get there. Exactly. Thank you for all the support. We wouldn't be here without you guys. Okay. Yes. NYCFC is about to play. So we're going to go watch that in a moment. Yes. Um, make sure, uh, Thursday, 7 PM Eastern time, uh, football sports network, go watch uh, that episode. We're going to be joined by Becky G, the multi-platinum Crazy. recording artist. Again, look up YouTube, Becky G. Look up, listen to her music. Uh, she has a great song. One of the her biggest songs um, is uh, with Bad Bunny called Mayores. Has two billion views. It's um, it's uh, she's the, literally the most famous person we've ever had on our show. Uh, if so- only fifty percent of those <laughs> viewers come and watch our Everton video, okay. we'll be in a good place. <laughs> so, that would be very helpful. Uh, so uh, go uh, go check that out. It's a uh, it's going to be a great episode. It's Sebastian Legette and and Becky G. It's going to be a really really fun one. Um, and- in fact, we should probably rename our Everton uh, uh, video to Mayores <laughs> Becky G. <laughs> just steal some of those. Views. That'd be nice. Uh huh. You know, <laughs> a couple uh, of them crumbs. And as always, uh, follow us on all socials at Soccer Cooligans on everything. Uh, again, we're doing a bunch of stuff, uh, especially on Instagram and TikTok. So follow us on there if you are a fan of those platforms. And uh, and we'll be back next week. So uh, y'all, y'all, the absolute best. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. We appreciate it. With that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the cool game! game!